money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Thanks for joining us. Congratulations on, uh, what is this, game number three in tournament play tonight, right? That is correct, yes. So we're, we're excited to get going. Yeah, Coach, uh, I, w- I want to talk first about the uh, the first two games. Uh, you didn't have any trouble with the Bard Early College or Brooklyn, uh, you know, beating both of them by, by large margins. Uh, for you, was it good to have easy games just to uh, continue the continuity and the togetherness of your team, or would you have liked to have been tested better, or was that not necessary because of the tough schedule you played? Well, I think it's a combination of some things. We like our guys getting some confidence and getting on the floor and playing together and keeping continuity. I think you're right with that, Kenny. A lot of coaches want to take a bye, and I didn't want to take a bye. We were seated fourth. I said, let's just keep playing. Let's keep in the rhythm and the routine that we're doing. Uh, Bard Early College was, uh, we knew that, you know, that was going to be one of those type of games. So we had a lot of guys in and out and um, uh, had a, had the mercy rules with the clock running. So it was a pretty quick night. And then we came and played uh, Brooklyn uh, last week on Friday. And you know what? That was uh, a game where they started out pretty decent and we just started going in the flow. And then we shut them out in the second quarter. They didn't score any points, and that kind of helped us get get to the end of the game uh, a little bit nicer than what we had thought with pressure. But uh, I think it's a combination of things. You got to walk. You got to know your team. I mean, there's been years over the years I've taken a bye. There's been years where I don't want to take a bye. There's been years where I'm glad I got a, a team that builds our confidence. Or there's there's years when I think, oh my gosh, this team's going to be really tough to beat. And we've had all of those scenarios since I've been here 10 years. Coach, what what surprises you about this squad this year? Because I'm looking over the season, and you held your weight with some really big schools, and we know what Central's got. You guys can basically play with anyone. Well, that's that's nice of you to say, JT. It's uh, We do have a tough schedule. Playing the uh, Federal League teams that are Division One in the, in the county, mm-hmm. uh, that helps. I mean, you play at Glen Oak, you, you play a lake, you know, you're playing – uh, those types of teams throughout. You're playing, um, you know, Maslin. You're playing Perry. Uh, we've had some tough games, and we've had some close calls. Uh, but, you know, I think it's just that really helps us be competitive. We talk about the fact that, we, you know, we're one of the smallest D3 schools in the state. We're like one yep. student or two from being D4. So by playing Division One, you're really playing up, and you got to bring it every night, every night there. Mm. I'm looking at the record, 14-9, and nine, Coach, heading into this game. Garfield Heights Trinity also 14-9, and nine, and we'll get to them here uh, in a second. But knowing that that schedule is so tough, Coach, how do you convince the players that, hey, okay, we, we're not going undefeated. There's just no way that's going to happen, but that's not a bad thing. Don't, don't get hung up on our record. Uh, what we want to do is we want to test you against the best talent in the area to get us ready for this tournament. How do you uh, get that through to 15- through 18-year-old kids who maybe you're thinking winning is the only thing that matters? Well, I think what really helps us, and they know that, is we're an independent. We don't play okay. for a conference or a league title. Every night's a different venue. Every night's a different style of ball. Every night's a different team. We call it 22 dress rehearsals to get ready for the play. 
which started last week uh, with our first two wins in the tournament. So that's been one of our cultural things that, that we brought to the table here 10 years ago. And we continue with that mindset with our players. They like that. They like the fact that we do play a diverse schedule with different methods and different ways of playing. We've played teams from, you know, all over the Northeast Ohio, and uh, we will continue to do so. We keep building. Uh, next year I'm looking for some new teams, and I sent out a, a qualifier that said Central's looking for games and the names of people who want to play. you got Canfield, Boardman, Cheney, Fitch, Youngstown East. So we could add some more D1s. But uh, it's one of those things you work at each night, and then the kids do. I think the kids really respond to that. Coach, you're up against more than just not being in a in, – in a in a league uh, either because we all understand and we talk about this on the program quite a bit when you have a feeder system and you're a regular school and a regular division and a regular conference we know where they're coming from and we know that you can work with kids or even at least send assistant coaches out to start bringing up the feeder system it's not like that at central catholic i mean if you've got a feeder system it's what basically saint mike's and that's it right <laughs> well you got saint joan of arc saint okay. mary's are combined we get some kids from St. Paul's, but you know, the fact that Ed Choice and Ed Choice expansion has created an opportunity for kids to come to fit from failing districts. And that, if you want to say it, that tuition voucher follows them, then we, we do get a look at some different kids. Now, uh, coach Creamer and my staff, we are not actively out recruiting anybody. Uh, there, there's other parochial or private schools that may do that, but you know what? We we dance with the one who brings us. So if you come here and show up as an eighth as a ninth grader from an eighth grade school, we're going to put you through the workouts, try you out, and see if you're good enough to be on the freshman team. Coach, give us a rundown of the the key guys that have helped you get to this point. Uh, which tonight again at seven o'clock here on WHBC, uh, you'll take on Trinity in the D three district semifinal. Well, I'll tell you, we've got a group of seniors that have been in the program and uh, have done a great job for four years, and, and they're building. They've built each and every year. Uh, some of our top guys are Dylan Rouse. Uh, he leads us in scoring and rebounding. Then you have DeMonte DeGraffenried, a senior who's just electric, and he can go up and down the floor and create a lot of problems with matchups because of his. he's got really long arms. I mean, this guy, he puts his arms out. He's 6'3", but he's got like a 6'8 reach. Then you deal with a uh, sophomore guard, Luke Velosky. You know, Rouse is averaging close to 13, and Luke and, and DeMonte are averaging close to 12. So we got three double-figure scores there. And then you throw in the, the Stark County Football Player of the Year, Jack Talkington, at 6'2", six, six, two, 220 pounds, or of nothing but you know, he's like a tank coming down the floor sometimes with the ball, and guys just get out of the way. He's averaging six, seven points a game and about that many rebounds. So those guys and Ethan Reagan will start – the other senior starter will be guys that will we'll put it out there today. <laughs> but just a group of guys, uh, Tommy Yingling, Ben Frank, Omar Coney, uh, Finley Stewart, those seniors all bring something to the table when they get in. So it's been kind of a combination of things for us to have success throughout the year, and hopefully it continues tonight. Central Catholic in action tonight. The Crusaders taking on Garfield Heights Trinity. Again, that's a 7 o'clock tip-off from Worcester High School. Dan Belford, Denny Kincaid will have the call for you right here on WHBC. Coach, what can you tell me about your opponent tonight? Garfield Heights Trinity, same record as you, looking to advance like you are to the district final. Well, to be honest with you, they, they have a lot of different lineups. We've seen them uh, three or four games. We've scouted on film. We've had opportunities to see the different films uh he's plays he plays 10 11 guys and he rotates him out of a starting lineup but 
here's the one thing. They got a really nice player on number 10, um, uh, Locklear. He's a five, six point guard, but he's really quick. He's athletic. And here's an, a great stat. He's a good three point shooter from deep. So you got to get out on him and get it, your hands up. Uh, another player is your six, four post player, uh, Morris, who's a shot blocker, quick off his feet. So he's going to give us some problems inside. He has an unusual lineup because he can put three left-handed players on the floor at one time. And he's done that. Uh, wow. He's got a kid named uh, Hugh. He's got two Hughes, Keegan and uh, the other Hughes, one and 35. They're both lefties. And then you throw in a, you throw in that third lefty guy, which is Bell. He can put three lefties on the floor. And he's got, actually got a fourth lefty, number zero, Wood. <laughs> and I'm telling you what, the lefties, lefties create problems on the floor uh, for a lot of teams. I've always had, well, I don't have any lefties right now, but over the years, uh, I've had some good lefties on the floor. Uh, Petey Williams, who's coaching for me, is our JV coach and helps out with the varsity. He was a lefty that played for us. And lefties kind of do some things. So if he puts four lefties out there on the floor, we're, we're going to be ready. We've talked about that. But they rotate guys in and out. They're going to pressure you. They want to get out and run. They want you to make turnovers so they can get some, some punch outs and, and, you know, get to the rim. And that's what they look forward to do. They pressure, they look to transition. And our goal is we're not going to turn the ball over. We're going to maintain our offensive patterns, move the ball, and then make shots. And hopefully we'll be okay. Coach, you remember what Mickey said about lefties, don't you? They ought to outlaw them. Yeah. The mixture, yeah. Mickey Mickey was one of those guys that could do it, though, couldn't he? Oh, gosh. Uh, Coach, uh, for, for your team, when, when you're playing at your best, what is it that, that you're doing well that other teams are scratching their heads like you are about those lefties saying, how do we stop this? <laughs> oh, I, I tell you what, Kenny. Oftentimes I stand in a game and, uh, you know, I'm 64 years old, and I'm looking at different things in the game sometimes. I'm watching, is this guy on the other side of the floor, is he even involved, or is he just watching? Um, Is he just standing there admiring like an artist the the work in front of him? I think when we do our best, this is when we're at our best. We defend pretty well at times, but we have to masquerade the defense. Um, We're not the most athletic team, so we do a lot of different zone stuff. Zone defense that has worked for us, we've got Length up top with Dylan Rouse and Ethan Reagan and DeMonte. And then you put Jack Talkington on the, on the baseline uh, with anybody, Luke Velosky or whoever, and they just get after it. it. These guys work hard. And when we're sharing the ball, and this is when my team is at its best, when they care more about the guy next to them than themselves and not caring about points. And I think every coach will tell you that. Every high school basketball coach says if you've got a team of guys that care more about the guy on the right and the left of them than himself, then you're going to be winners. And that's what we've been fortunate to have all these years at Central is great kids that really want to just play basketball and be a part of something bigger than themselves. Coach, I want to ask you, during the football season, about this time of year we get into the playoffs, you ask some of the coaches and say, hey, man, maybe this season's getting a little bit too long. Sounds like you're having fun. Is it too long in baskets too? No. I not think so. no. Not at all. I think I think with how things are done, uh, uh, I'll tell you what, um, the OHSA has released days this year. Uh, instead of 10, we get like 13. And, and they make them, you can start May 15th or whatever. I'm like, I'm not starting May 15th. I start in the summer, and we do our summer camps. We go to team camps and whatnot. Um, but I don't think it's too long. I, I think the best thing about it is that, you know, you schedule around what you think is going to happen in football. Like 
next year basketball mm-hmm. doesn't start the day after or the gotcha. day before Thanksgiving or, or the day after Thanksgiving. It starts a week later. And mm-hmm. so when it starts a week later, you schedule that way so that if your team's in the football playoffs, because we share athletes here, we're going to get them right away, even if the first game is that, that first weekend of December 1st, because the playoffs would be third or fourth weekend. So right. it's just how it is. I mean, uh, I don't think it's too long. I remember years ago when we only played 20 games, and now we play 22. And okay. this year we only played we only played 21 because of that. We had a freeze out on December the 23rd, if you guys remember mm-hmm. that. Yep. And we could never get that game made up. And I kind of knew that when it happened. And that's just what it is. I mean, you look at what's happened over the years with COVID and all that stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, we were, I remember days we were getting shut down because a JV kid had tested positive for COVID and we all had to go home and stuff. So you just got to be flexible. You got to work with what you have and have fun doing it. And that's what we try to do. It's a fun time. Matt Kramer, head coach at Central, joining us here on the Kenny and JT Show. They're playing tonight, Division Three District Semifinals. We'll have it for you right here on WHBC. They'll take on Garfield Heights Trinity. Seven o'clock uh, is tip-off. So, Coach, for tonight, what do you guys give me? Give me the uh, recipe for success tonight to advance to the district finals. Okay, here's a recipe for you too, so you understand. Is this okay. infill time? <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost. <laughs> okay. Hey, wait. First, first and I'll foremost, you... you have to keep Bobby Vero out of this conversation. No, Bobby V is the—he's the man. I'll tell All you right. what—he makes. Hey, he stirs the drink at this place. I'll tell you what—he <laughs> does a great job. Um, here's the key to our keys to our win on my scout report, and, and I don't know if, if anybody cares about this trash except the coaches and the players, but. Number one, we have to handle their pressure, attack them, and score. Two, we got to limit our turnovers with no bad possessions, no stupid passes. Keep it simple. Keep them from runouts. That's you know their transition runouts. They just try to defend. We got to rebound and get all those 50-50 loose balls because that gives us an extra possession. We don't want them to have straight line drives into the paint. Keep them out. No baseline drives. We have to defend their three-point shooters and the paint at the same time. We need to cover their perimeter shooters with a guide arm up. And we need to score outside of offense. And a lot of coaches, I don't know if they talk about that with their team, but you score outside your offense, you're going to be tough to beat because you get rebound stick backs, you make free throws, you get runouts off steals for, for turnovers for them, and you get a bucket, and you score in your offensive transition. And then my last key for sprinkled infield time for a key to the win, Kenny and JT, is number seven. Live in the moment tonight, guys. Have fun. That's awesome, Coach. Uh, We appreciate your time on a game day. We'll have it for everybody tonight. Hopefully we'll have that next game in a district final uh, for you guys as well. Thanks so much for making time for us. Continued success tonight and throughout hopefully a long run in these playoffs. (laughs) I appreciate what you guys do for high school sports at Stark County. It's really nice to hear you and care about everything. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach.